So we all have one of these. Use the alarm function and use the calendar function. So we get so busy, we do, especially if you're an entrepreneur and you have multiple businesses, there's, you're always putting out fires. So the number one thing I can say is schedule time for yourself, schedule, put it in your calendar, what time you're going to work out and then put it in your calendar when you're going to study and learn something every day. I mean, YouTube university is free. Just do it, make goals, right? I, I did a vision board um, at a, at like a full moon meditation thing last week. And every time I do one of those, everything comes true. So get your little vision board. I taped it on my refrigerator. And within less than a week, one of my goals on there manifested. Awesome, right? Welcome to Empower Her Money Podcast. I am your host, Angela Duncan, speaker, best-selling author, serial entrepreneur, and we talk all things money and business. Today's episode is sponsored by freemoneytipsbook.com, freemoneytipsbook.com. Head over there, download your free ebook, Seven Unshakable Tips to Get You Started on Your Financial Journey. On today's episode, I get to interview Dr. Sarah Doyle and her incredible story. And she's got some very easy implementable tips for you to help you on your health journey. Because as we know, without health, there is no wealth. Hi, Dr. Doyle. Welcome to Empower Her Money podcast. How is your day today? Every day is a good day, Angela. Thank you for having me. Oh, I love that. Awesome. So I would love for you to start off, kind of talk about your story and your journey and how you got to the business that you're doing today. Okay, great. So I didn't have a lot of mentorship as a kid. You know, I had a safe household, but, uh, you know, my dad worked a lot and my mom was a homemaker. So I didn't have a lot of mentorship as to where career-wise I wanted to go. I had a scholarship coming out of high school and I had a free ride to a university. So I went and got uh, a bachelor's of the economics and international business. I just figured every business is international. And the internet had just come out at that time. Like I didn't even have an email address when I graduated college. Uh, I remember borrowing my friend's AOL so I could send a resume and set up an interview. It's so funny how things have changed, but I knew that everything was international. So I did that, finished my business degree in Europe and I got back to the States and I wanted to, I had done internships with Economic Development Commission and I sat with like city commissioners and, you know, tried to, I, I was seeking mentorship, right, as a, as a young adult. And I ended up working in real estate. Being in South Florida, we are subject to hurricanes. And um, I remember, you know, people just, there's a lot of tire kickers in real estate. And I was 22, 23, 24. Was I 24, 25, maybe? And, uh, you know, I had a real baby face. And I remember we were hit by a hurricane and I had a listing and the, it was like when it was devastation, the permit office was way backed up. There were blue tarps on the roof and I actually had a cash buyer and he said, and I couldn't find the owner. The owner had got 
the insurance check and just dipped out. And I said, that was a major turning point. I said, you know, Sarah, you deserve better. You deserve to surround yourself with people who work with more integrity. So that was when I was in my late 20s by then. And I started the journey. I wasn't sure if I was going to be a pharmacist, a DO. Uh, and I ended up selecting physical therapy. That's when I went back to school to get my, my clinical doctorate. And I did that because I was like, oh, it's cool. You know, you just work in a clinic, you do a little massage and it's like a gym. It's ESPN's on the television. Everybody's cool. I was like, this seems like a, you know, I can run a little clinic like this. No stress, great life. So that's what I pursued. And when I was doing my rotations, I ended up, I had no idea that physical therapists worked in hospitals. So I started working bedside and specializing in um, ICU, neuro ICU, where people have like brain bleeds, uh, cardiac. It was a real adrenaline rush, loved it. And then COVID hit and I was furloughed. So insurance kind of runs everything. Um, when COVID first happened, they were just intubating everybody. And when your throat is stretched out for a prolonged period, you lose your swallow reflex. Well, they can't send somebody home if they can't eat food. So mm -hmm. the way Medicare works and all the other insurance companies follow Medicare is that they lump together physical therapy and speech therapy. Speech therapists teach people to swallow. So I sat at home furloughed for about four months. And I thought to myself, this is the time I've been thinking about getting certified in functional medicine. I had also worked in oncology. I left that out. That was a real, uh, spend a year working in oncology and you'll never eat anything but organic produce again. You'll mm. never eat, you know, nothing will change your life more than spending a year working in oncology. Like that's the epitome of how pharmaceuticals destroy the human body. So I had thought about functional medicine and that's when I got certified. I didn't, I never watched uh, Tiger King or any of that stuff that was out. I never saw any of that stuff. I sat glued to, I found a functional medicine certification company that would allow me to start and work at my own pace. So I just really banged it out. And then I eventually got board certified in nutrition. I started the coaching program that I have today on drsarahdoyle.com. I wrote the book called 7X Method. It's based on a way of eating from Central America where people are using food as medicine. Mm. Uh, I don't claim to heal any diseases, but they did share the basic disease prevention eating protocols and they don't really want Americans to know about it. So I changed a couple things to suit our food supply and wrote that book and then I had an opportunity to open a clinic inside the former Canyon Ranch in Miami Beach. It's called the Carolyn Hotel. Regenerative medicine is definitely trending. And I think it's the way of the future is to catch injuries early before they become chronic and surgery is the only option. So I have, as a physical therapist, I have, I want to say it's more of like an accelerated recovery where I use technology to regenerate tissue at the cellular level. And then we are incorporating a stem cell program. It's orthopedic. You can use stem cells for aesthetics, but I'm more into helping the person who's got a small meniscus tear in their knee. They have their, they're an entrepreneur. They don't have time for surgery and physical therapy and all that downtime. You still have to do some physical therapy with the stem cells. It's not just like a one hit wonder, but you know, people who have a little bit of shoulder arthritis, try to catch the injuries early, 
we use Wharton's jelly from the umbilical cord. And I think that's really the way of the future. If we can regenerate tissue and I can teach people how to use exercise to correct the faulty body mechanics, then we can prevent surgeries. We can prevent downtime. We can prevent all the side effects that go with surgeries like pulmonary embolisms and infections. Um, and that's really the way of the future. So I have my regenerative medicine clinic. Here I am. And I've got my coaching program and I've got my book uh, and I've got a, a juice cleanse that goes with the book. I, uh, it goes live. The site goes live tomorrow for placing orders. So I'm really stoked about that. And that's uh, that's my life in five minutes. Yes. Awesome. Thanks for sharing your story. So, um, you know, I've heard the saying and I say it's very similar that without you know, your health, you really don't have wealth. So people spend an entire lifetime creating money or creating wealth, but they don't take care of them themselves. And I do agree with you. Now people are starting to look at and question modern medicine. You know, you go to the doctor, most of those doctors are trained to treat your symptom, but not to fix you necessarily. So I love that you're in a space now where you guys are exploring and actually using tools that can help people either stop the disease from happening or progressing or treat what's really happening instead of just giving you a pill to make you feel better in the moment. So I love that. Um, one of the things I would love to know a little bit more about is kind of what do you see now and going forward and how do you hope that like your whole industry will, you know, kind of progress so that we can take better self, better care of ourselves without going to a doctor to get a, some prescription pill. Okay. So there's a lot to unpack there. My coaching program at drsarahdoyle.com. I have a, uh, for men, I have a biohacking bootcamp for women. I have the up woman tribe. There's 60 day coaching programs where we go system by system. And I teach people how to do just that because let me back up. So Let's go back to like 1900. American medical schools were based on natural health. Then John D. Rockefeller got his wrist slapped by the Supreme Court. He was found in violation of the Sherman Antitrust Act for uh, having like a monopoly with Standard Oil. So he had to break it up into, I think it was like 42 companies. Uh, you have to double check that. But uh, they're, you know, like Amico and Shell and Exxon. They're still around today. But John D. Rockefeller was still a bad guy and he had his hand in oil. And at that time in science, we were learning how to use petrochemicals as pharmaceuticals. Mm. So this guy went and infiltrated the American Medical Association, the medical schools. And by being a donor, he influenced them to replace natural health with these petrochemicals. So now uh, fast forward hundred years, everybody is addicted to, well, not addicted, but they don't have a choice. You know, when I was working in the hospital, if I had a dollar for every time somebody said, how can they send me home? They don't know what's wrong with me. They're just giving me more prescriptions. Isn't there anything I can do? I knew that disease was a result of vitamin and mineral deficiencies. And, um, but I didn't know what to tell them. So that's definitely a cornerstone, uh, of what I do. And I'm really passionate about it. The, the second caveat of that is our healthcare system is so messed up. I You know, the people making the most money are the administrators in the hospital, these people walking around with clipboards, 
Meanwhile, you have the nurses doing all the work, really doing all the work. And the wages here in Florida are like $30. When I was working in COVID ICU, these people, these nurses were, were employees there for like 15 years. And I remember hearing them chat at the nurse station, like, wow, now they're starting them off at over 30 an hour. I was like, 30 an hour? I was like, I think like an Amazon delivery guy might make that. It's uh, it's really backwards. And so, and then the other caveat of that is that we have health insurance premiums that are sky high. I mean, mine just went up to $700 a month and I'm healthy. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm like so healthy. It really uh, grinds my gears, but everybody's like that. So now they're, they're we're paying these astronomical uh, rates to cover things like diabetes and dementia, which are caused by food supply. All the toxins in food that are marketed to people. So we have type two diabetes and then Alzheimer's, which is really type three diabetes. And the, the, I mean, the expense to maintain somebody with Alzheimer's is like 90 grand a year. So we have these astronomical insurance premiums and then people are in their mind, they're like, I spend so much money on my health insurance, I'm damn sure gonna use it. And so it's, you get stuck in that system where the pharmaceutical companies are funding the medical schools, are controlling the curriculum so that the MDs, the primary care, the people who are actually allowed to take insurance only know about these petrochemicals. They don't know about natural health at all. They're required very little nutrition in school. I don't like, it's not even 10 hours. I think the European Union, I read like six months ago, maybe it wasn't the EU, maybe it's just a couple countries, they were going to increase the mandate on the number of hours of nutrition that MDs had to take, which is a step in the right direction, but we're really far behind that. So it's two things. We have a, or three things. We have a messed up food supply that's making people sick. We have astronomical insurance premiums to where people don't really have, they want to use their insurance, but they, they don't have the money left over to do, to work with holistic doctors. I mean, I just gave a talk on Tuesday. And that was the sentiment. They're like, well, we pay so much for health insurance, but nobody, no good doctors will take it. <laughs> and it's because the reimbursements are ridiculous. Like as a physical therapist, I think Cigna reimburses me like $43. I can't, I can't pay rent and liability insurance and run a business on that. So I'm, right. I'm forced to use cash. And then people are upset that I don't take insurance. And it's not just my, it's all medical. It's all, we're, we're, we're really feeling the pinch. There's got to be an entire paradigm shift in this country for sure. Yeah. I actually, I want to actually like in my mind, I think I should start a think tank in Miami because we have a lot of progressive doctors here. Mm -hmm. So if anybody listening out there, um, reach out to me, <laughs> let's yeah. get it started. I definitely have some people to connect you with because I do think that there's a big movement for that. And Miami is really turning into the business Mecca for the entire country. So we have a lot of people moving here bringing, you know, intelligent information that they've learned all over the country, because U.S., we tend to think we're the smartest people in the world, but we definitely are not. There's plenty of other really intelligent people in this world. And so when you bring all of you together and kind of, you know, in that think tank mentality, creating um, an affordable way for people to be able to take care of their health and teaching them the proper way so that hopefully later on down the road, they're not having to pay for some crazy surgeries or prescriptions for something that they could have prevented, but they just didn't know. Mm -hmm, exactly. 
Yeah, I love that. So you have done a lot of education. Um, one of the things I truly believe in is investing in your own education so that you can help other people. And you're definitely an epitome of that concept. Um, so I love how you took charge during COVID and instead of watching all these crazy shows they were putting out, um, took the time to invest in your own education. So if you could share maybe one or two tips for people that seem to be common sense maybe for you, but what can we do maybe in our everyday life that can help us to take care of ourselves better that maybe we just didn't, we don't know any different? Sure. Um, so we all have one of these. Use the alarm function and use the calendar function. So we get so busy. We do, especially if you're an entrepreneur and you have multiple businesses, there's, you're always putting out fires. So the number one thing I can say is schedule time for yourself, schedule, put it in your calendar, what time you're going to work out and then put it in your calendar when you're going to study and learn something every day. I mean, YouTube university is free. Just do it, make goals, right? I, I did a vision board um, at a, at like a full moon meditation thing last week. And Every time I do one of those, everything comes true. So get your little vision board. I taped it on my refrigerator. And within less than a week, one of my goals on there manifested. Awesome, right? So make goals, write them down, and use your smartphone to make you smart. Mm, love that. Use your smartphone. I mean, it is a smartphone. It's supposed to help us, right? But most of us aren't using the technology that is available to us that we have in our hand every single day. So I love that. And I'm a, I'm a huge believer too about time blocking. I work out in the morning and I go to the same seven o'clock class every morning and it's awesome. on my calendar and it really helps me at nighttime too, because then I'm not out late. You know, if I go to an event, I know I'm going to work out the next morning because I've got to take care of me first. So I love the That's time. Awesome. Blocking. Yeah. So um, what else do you see like in your business going forward? What would you like to expand into or how do you grow from here? I... That's a good question. I honestly feel like I have, I'm, I'm set myself up. I've been planting seeds all year long. I mean, my daughter, sarahdoyle.com, the coaching business is revenueing, but the healwellmiamibeach.com, that's the regenerative medicine physical therapy clinic. That is, uh, maybe I'm in my sixth month of being open. So the first three months were just developing SOPs, because ultimately I want to license the model. So I've been structuring, I've been creating a structure that'll be replicatable for other people. And so now it's really just growing the business. It, you know, it's going to take two years, especially our economy is a little bit challenged right now. I don't know. I just, I think we just, this president just signed another bill to give a hundred billion, wait, a hundred trillion. What did I say it was? It was like yesterday. Uh, like, uh, hundred trillion dollars trillion to Israel and Ukraine and um it was a trillion or billion I don't know but it's astronomical I think it was trillion so we could actually like do so much with our country instead and and I, it's we're starting to really feel it so it's going to be a little bit anybody who's starting a business right now just know that we're economically challenged and you're going to have to have twice as many resources as you did you know four years ago when our economy was in a better better state uh, even, you know, I'm inside Canyon Ranch. So that's like the top echelon of people, but everybody's, everybody's feeling it. You know, everybody's feeling it. 
and just be very disciplined. Make sure that if you, you know, get an investor that everything is, you got to be a lot wiser about things than you were before. And just know that you got to stick it out. Instead of taking one year to grow the business, it's going to take me two years. So I have all the parts in place. We have our stem cell program worked out. I mean, to find a medical director, to find the malpractice insurance, to find all that and get a working model where you're getting good results. So, you know, we've had our first few patients, everything's great so far. So now it's just, now we got to bring that to the masses. And I'm in, I'm in the North Miami beach area. There's a lot available South of fifth, but I moved here because that's well where the Canyon ranch was Carolyn. And it's real close to ball Harbor Surfside. So my goal is to be the number one orthopedic stem cell provider in ball Harbor Surfside, golden beach. Maybe we can reach up into sunny Isles. Uh, but that's, that's my goal is just to, we have the structure in place and just grow the hell out of it. Yeah. So two takeaways I got from that one in this environment, it's going to take a little bit longer for people to grow the business as it, um, previous years. So that's great advice too, because we are definitely in a different economic time. We have a presidential election coming up. Um, we're having a lot of, I, I'm hugely invested in real estate. So we have a lot of issues in the commercial real estate space that we're dealing with. So people are feeling that crunch a little bit. So yes, I love that piece of advice for people. If you're starting a business, have some patience with yourself and know that it might take a couple of years for you to be completely up and running. And then two, um, I'm in North Miami too. I think it's not quite as expensive as some of the other areas in Miami. So finding something that is more affordable for you and for your business and kind of tapping into a market that isn't as saturated as maybe some of the other markets as people move north a little bit. Um, so I love both of those takeaways for your business as well. And so for any of the entrepreneurs listening, that's great advice coming from you, especially because you do have a startup and you're feeling that pun, you know, that pinch of the, the economic and those are completely out of our control. So you're taking the time to build your company, to educate yourself. And that's what we should be doing in, in a crunch time so that we can be ready to really excel when the, when the economy kind of takes a shift in the other direction. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. So, um, I have a fun question for you, completely off topic. And, um, if you could pick a superpower or maybe a super strength, what would that be? And why would you pick it? Oh man, I'm already fearless. And I, I, I operate with the power of God behind me. And I think the, um, probably Maybe seeing in the future, if I could see in the future a little bit, that would help me plan better for now, if I could see into the future. Yeah. Or maybe help people see into their own futures too, so we can prevent them exactly. from, you know, getting diabetes or these awful diseases that, you know, are, can be treatable. Well, that I can see. <laughs> I wish I would have been able to have, like, if I look, but everybody thinks this, if you look back at all of your investments like, don't you wish you could have seen in the future and adjusted your investments accordingly? Because we would all own Apple. We would all own a bunch of Amazon stock. Yeah. You know, I wish Tesla. I think every, I think every, um, you know, market savvy person wishes they could have seen in the future. I mean, God, I would take advantage of those options. I probably never would have been a healthcare practitioner. I'd probably just sit there and do options. <laughs> all right, Dr. Doyle, if our audience wants to get in touch with you, go ahead and give the website again and any, any social media they can find you. Great. So it's D-R-S-A-R-A-H-D-O-Y-L-E, drsarahdoyle.com. That's my coaching business. And that correlates with my Instagram. It's at 
seven, the number seven, the letter X method, seven X method. That's my book. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, anywhere books are sold in paperback, uh, Kindle or Nook and Audible. Awesome. And my other business, if you're in Miami area and I'm the only person in, in Miami with the radio frequency device that I have and the body scanner that I have, uh, it's very unique. Check us out at Healwell Miami Beach. It's H-E-A-L-W-E-L-L MiamiBeach.com. And fun bonus, all my clients get a day pass to the spa with the thermal circuit, the pool and the beach and ballet with every appointment. So you can come in, get some physical therapy, use my devices, get some pain relief, and then decompress in the steam room, the sauna, go to the beach, get a cabana. It's You can make a whole day out of it. It's a, it's a great way to decompress and, and not just work with the physical aspect of pain, but also the mental aspect, right? Stress. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Appreciate your time today. And thank you so much for being on Empower Her Money podcast. Thanks so much. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into Empower Her Money podcast. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe share this podcast and leave a review wherever you are tuning in.